afternoon, Raleigh, North Carolina. This is Packers Live Sports Show with Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. And we're coming at you live from the WKNC studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM. Raleigh. Oh, yeah. Benjamin Denton. John Hinton. We're absolutely thrilled, ecstatic, stoked to be coming at you live on one of the premier college radio stations in the nation, keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with NC State Sports. John, what's up? Uh, not too much, Benjamin. How you doing? I'm ready for spring break, though. I am super ready for spring break. I'm also ready to get this show underway because if you tuned in next week, our apologies. It you was mean no, last week. Yeah, last yeah. week. <laughs> well, tune in next week as well. Um, we might we might still be on even though it's spring break. We're gonna work that out. Actually, we won't because you're gonna be gone, so we well, won't be here next. week. It might week. just be Benjamin. Might not be. Anyways, last week uh, they were um, baseball game. Yeah, baseball coverage on eighty eight point one. So we hope you enjoyed that. NC State did defeat UNC Charlotte. We'll talk about that shortly. Yeah, because baseball season started up. Speaking of that, what's on the docket for today's show? Uh, we got a ton. Absolutely, a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, we're definitely going to talk some men's and women's basketball and the ACC tournament, um, softball, baseball, gymnastics, wrestling, tennis, uh, track and field. That's just to name like just a few of what we're going Not over. Not to mention so. championships, ACC exactly. championships. But we're going to kick that off. Baseball season started up, and in case you missed it, NC State is really good at baseball. 22 years, Elliot Avent's been the skipper over here. And he is going for his 800th win on Friday. But let's recap what happened with the season. So first off, we had a three-game series with Seton Hall. We won the first two, eight to four, and then three to one. But lost the game on Saturday, two to one. Started the season two and one. But that's our only loss on the year. We are eight and one on the season. Number ten ranked nationally. We went on to defeat NCA and T nine to seven later that week. We beat Charlotte 9-6. to That yes. was a game you heard on 88.1 WKNC. Rather than Packers Live Sports Show, we scored four runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to overcome a two-run deficit and held on for the victory. Yeah, Charlotte scored six in the sixth and uh, took the lead 6-5. to five. But like Benjamin said, we came back with a four-run inning to take the win. That's how the Wolfpack do it. We continued that against Furman. Furman, we had three games, three Ws. We won... Um, ten to nothing, nine to two, and then nine to nothing. So poor Furman. Yeah, I went. To... I went to the second game there. Um, NC State, like, just the bats were hot. You know, it hitting home runs, getting on base. Uh, there were very few innings where they weren't getting at least one or two runners on base. Speaking of the bats being hot, this is a name to know for all you listeners out there. Brett Kinneman has hit five. He hit five home runs last week was named the ACC Player of the Week. He was named the National Player of the Week by the Collegiate Baseball, College Sports Madness, and the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association and Perfect Game. This dude got five Player of the Week honors for his efforts last week. Yeah, he hit for the home run cycle. A grand slam, a three-run home run, a two-run home run, and a solo home run, which you don't get that many opportunities to hit uh, exactly that many number of runs at a home run, so clearly he's been uh, killing it at the plate. High percentage, high RBI total. Yeah, we're going to talk just a little briefly uh, in a second about the rest of his stats for the year because he, we did play Air Force after him getting all those Player of the Week honors. 
we were trailing five to two, and we scored thirteen runs in our final two at bats. You mean innings? Innings, yeah. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. seventh and eighth, we had eight runs in the seventh inning and five runs in the eighth inning to win that game, fifteen to five. That's ridiculous, uh, honestly. Yeah. Six straight seasons. That was the 799th win for NC State baseball. Kinnaman, after coming off of all those honors, had two three-run home runs, including when we were tied at 5-5 five to five because Will Wilson stepped up to, pl- to the plate, trailing 5-2, blasted a shot for the 5-5 tie, and then Kinnaman took the lead wow. for good. And so some of his stats for the year. Hold on to your hats, guys. <laughs> this guy leads the country in home runs with seven. He leads the country in RBIs with 23, which is two more than the next closest guy because I looked it up on NCAA.com, and he is tied for tops in the nation with 19 hits, tied with one other baseball player. He leads the ACC in batting average at 48-7. And also, okay, that's, that's disgusting. Yeah, that this is guy, disgusting. <laughs> Is insane. <laughs> NC State as well is leading the ACC in batting average in home runs, obviously in large part due to Brett here. And we are 13th in the country in batting average and third in home runs. So uh, yeah, NC State baseball, what's up? Yeah, not. All, I mean, we got good pitchers. Obviously, we're holding um, we're holding the opposing teams to I think less than six runs just about mm-hmm. every single game. But um, I mean, seriously, like. We don't even need, like, that strong of a bullpen right now. Our bats are so hot. Like, we'll need it later in the season, but as long as we got Kinnaman and Will Wilson, you know, hitting homers like this, everybody else getting on base. Yeah, and three other uh, three other players on the team, I believe, have double-digit hits, so it's not just Kinnaman, although exactly. he is doing a lot. Yeah. But that guy is <laughs> he's just... like our, um He's like our Aaron Judge, per se, except he doesn't strike out, like, oh, yeah. every... Well, every other bad, bad. I think his slugging percentage was over 1.1, which is, um, I think, second in the country. And I'm not Good like Lord. a baseball guru, but um, that that was the only other person that was over one for a slugging percentage. Yeah. So he's in the week that he won Player of the Week, he was batting 61.5 just for that oh week. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> that's uh, we're a little over a week into the season, ladies and gentlemen. So Brent Kinneman, we're going to be talking about him more on the show. Yeah, we uh, return to action on Friday. Uh, Bowling Green is playing at Doak Field. First pitch slated for 3 p.m. Uh, you can go out and support the pack. It's right behind Lee Hall on West Campus. Oh, yeah, you, li- you stay pretty near there. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty near there. It's nice living at Lee Hall. You just get to walk right over to the baseball you game. You can also watch the baseball games from some of those top floors. Yeah, I'm I've on the third floor, so I can't. But Just go up the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Elliot Avon is going for his 800th win on Friday, so that will be pretty cool if you have a chance or the time to make it out there prior to spring break. Moving on, men's golf. Just quick notes on men's and women's golf. Each had a tournament. Uh, the men's had the Puerto Rico Classic, and they finished uh, seventh. Some of the top finishers for the pack. Yeah, Stephen Franken uh, tied at third, shooting a 209 over three days. Easton Paxton tied for 26th at 219th, and Nolan Mills Jr. tied for 47th with a 224. So we're going to keep you updated. That was the first um, event. I Can you say meet in golf? What's the word? I'm Tournament. Yeah. That was the first one for the spring uh, season for golf. Yeah, the women also started up their spring season in the Allstate Sugar Bowl Intercollegiate. Yeah, uh, they, some of the top finishers there. 
Well, they finished fourth overall, but Cecily Overby uh, finished tied for eighth with 219 over three days. Naomi Ko uh, tied for 17th with a 223, and Laura Kowal with a 227 tied for 32nd in the tournament. That's what we do here on Pack is Life. We are keeping you updated with the latest and the greatest with all of the NC State sports, and we will continue to do so with golf. Moving yep. on, Rifle, the season regular season came to a close and that involves some qualifiers for the NCAA tournament. We had the Greater American Rifle Conference, um, for, which is a, just a compilation of all the best schools. I guess not a large amount of schools actually have rifle teams. Right, yeah. And for the NCAA tournament, only the top eight teams in the country will make it. And NC State did not make the cut as a team, but individually, Lauren Phillips, graduate student, actually made it for the small bore. So she is going to be competing in the... NCAA championships in the small bore on Friday, March 9th. So we're going to keep you updated on what she does. We did have the Great American F Rifle Conference uh, championship earlier. Yeah, um, Phillips, she finished third after winning it last year. This is, again, the third consecutive season that NC State will be represented at the NCAA championship. For the tournament, it wasn't all good news. We did finish fifth. That was behind West Virginia, of course, Kentucky, Navy. By the way, those are two teams I think we lost. I think we played West Virginia and Navy. We yeah. shot against them yeah. and lost earlier. Nebraska. <laughs> we didn't shoot at them. We shot against them. I said against them. <laughs> I, I, I just <laughs> And Ole Miss. But finally, that's not that wasn't an ACC championship. The men's and women's swimming had their ACC championships in consecutive weeks in the two weeks that we have been absent. Yes. So the women's had a strong showing. They did win it last year. This year, not as good, but they still did very well. They finished third overall. We're going to go through what happened with the women's swimming and diving and as well as the diving. Yeah. Uh, day one of the women's championships, uh, NC State, they defended the 200 medley relay title. And James Brady set a new program record on the three-meter board Wednesday. And that is in Greensboro, of course, which is where all ACC championships should be for yes, every sport. Yes, agreed. Yes. We're unbiased, too, as well. NC State also earned an A qualifying time in both relays on day one. And, yeah, that's a pretty short. Day one is usually pretty short as they start later in the day and just get warmed up. The team, by the way, was Elias Hahn, Anna Shute, uh, Krista Duffield, and Lexa Lupton. They posted the third fastest time in program history at a minute 36.07, and that was enough for the title in that particular event. Yeah, 800 freestyle relay, uh, Lexi Lupton, Elise Hahn, Hannah Moore, and Julia Poole. They finished with an NCAA qualifying time of 7 minutes, 3 seconds, .63 to finish third, and that was also the third fastest time in program history. On day two, Hannah Moore finished third in the 500 with a four minutes and 37 seconds. And Julia Poole finished third in the 200 IM with one minute, 55 second time. On day three, Elias Hahn won the 100 backstroke and she set a school record in the second fastest time in the nation at 50.75 seconds. That's ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, uh, that's just, that's unreal. That's, I just got to say What's your 100 that. backstroke time? My 100 backstroke time? Yeah. Um... At my fastest, it was a 59. Really? 59. You got so, it under a minute. I'm impressed. Yeah, under a minute, but still. She, that, that was at my peak, and she was beating me by nine seconds, which is a lot for 100. But uh, continuing with swimming, Hannah Moore, she finished second in the 400 IM, setting a program record, and we closed the night out by finishing second in a close 400 medley relay. 
So final day, we said they finished third overall. There were four podium finishes. Uh, Virginia won, and Louisville finished second. And uh, But day four was highlighted by Madeline Klein uh, winning the platform diving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna Moore won the 1650 freestyle. Talib Holub. Tamila Holub took yeah. second in the same race. Elise Hahn second in the 200 backstroke. And total of 12 podium finishes throughout the championships including four firsts, four seconds, and four thirds, two program records. That is really, really good. And it only got better with the men's swimming and diving coming in the next week for the fourth straight year. Actually, the fifth. Fifth straight year. Oh, fifth straight NC year. State. Yeah. That we have won the 800 freestyle. Andreas Fazias, Ryan Held, Anton Ibsen, and Justin Ress clocked in at an NCAA A standard qualifying time of six minutes, 12.92 seconds, and they won that event. NC State has won that five straight years. 200 medley took second. Uh, the team of Coleman Stewart, Jacob Molisek, Giovanni Izzo, and Kobe Garcia with a time of one minute and 23.93 seconds. On day two, the 500 freestyle, Anton Ibsen broke his own record to win the event for the fourth consecutive year, so he is a senior he has just That's, gone, that is gone so ridiculous. to the ACC championships every year and uh, won it. And this time he did it with a time of oh 411.21. I think he was an Olympian. And I'm yes. not sure whether it was for Lithuania or Denmark or um, one of those. Uh, I think we had two Lithuanians and someone from Denmark. I, I believe probably, it's Lithuania. I, yeah, I'm probably getting that wrong. I think uh, – yeah, I think it's Lithuania. Yeah, but. I think he finished eighth in like the eight, like the top eight. Mm-hmm. Like, so he made it to the finals. He'll he'll definitely be uh, representing us in Tokyo, but he well, was uh, Lithuania anyway. What you said, us Lithuania? Oh, well, NC State. Okay, yeah, well, fair enough. Fair NC enough. State. We're not exclusive to America, but uh, America joined in the A final by Eric Knowles, who finished sixth with a four fifteen. 26. Gil Keisler finished seventh at 4.17.59, and Danny, Danny Erlenmeyer, Erlenmeyer finished eighth. So we had four of the top people in that final. 200 individual medley for the second straight year. Andreas Vizayas took first in the 200 IM with a time of 142.43. Ryan Held won the 53 for the third straight year, a time Goodness of 18.75. Going sub-19, Justin Rest took second with a 19 flat. Giovanni Izzo also competed in the A final, taking seventh with a 19.37. Yeah, so NC State has got it down with the freestylers. I have yeah, a friend we got that, some sprinters. I have a friend that's trying to uh, walk onto the team, and he his stroke was a freestyle. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do breaststroke because we don't have as many breaststrokers because we are stacked. Freestyle. Oh, absolutely stacked. Ever since Colin Jones swam at NC State, we've yeah. just been stacked. We got a couple of Olympians in held and rest as far as Olympians for America, and Ibsen's mm-hmm. probably going to make it for Lithuania. So, anyway, moving on 200 freestyle relay. We set a new ACC championship record and won the relay for the fifth consecutive year. Yeah, Ryan Held, Justin Rest, Jacob Molisek, and Coleman Stewart completed the race 1, 5, 1 minute 15.34 seconds. Ooh. Goodness gracious, that unreal. is really fast. That is unreal. That's why I like watching the relays, because you get the, the longer distance, so there's more that can happen during the race as far as people being behind, catching up. Mm-hmm. But then it's also the really high speed. It's not people getting slower. Yeah. That's actually a sub-19 second average per 50, which is unreal, uh, because uh, in relays, you get a more um, a more momentous like, You get the wind-up with the arms. Exactly, yeah. You get the wind-up with the arms. So on average... Uh, the average race was like 18 point 
six. And that's per fifty. Really, that's um, Ryan Held's record for just the fifty exactly. that he holds right yeah. now for the ACC. Mm-hmm. So anyway, on day three, we won five of the six events, set program records, and saw Coleman Stewart post the fifth fastest 100 breaststroke time in history. Just the history of swimming, fifth fastest uh, 100 back, uh, backstroke. And that was a, f- a final on that's Friday. So, that's unreal. Uh, Ryan Held took first in the 100 butterfly with a 44.96. He won the event two straight years. Coleman Stewart second right behind him with a 45.11. James Brescher and Giovanni Izzo took 7th and 8th in 46.15 seconds and 46.48. In the 200 freestyle, Justin Rest finished first. Surprise, surprise, at 132.66. Andreas Fazayas also competed in the A final, and he took third at 134.11. Coleman Stewart, like we said, uh, fifth fastest time in history in the 100 backstroke. Uh, 44.54. Noah Hensley finished fourth in 46.14. And Hennessy Stewart finished sixth, 46.80. James Brecher touched the wall at in eighth with a 48.12. At the 400 individual medley, uh, he sat out halfway through. He, he was behind halfway through the race, but Anthony Nipson came back, and he uh, had a time of 340.48 and set a new program record and finished first. Eric Knowles also competed in the A final. He finished fifth with a three minute forty four second. A team of Vizayas, Molichek, Held, and Rest helped the Wolfpack, and they won gold in the four hundred medley relay for the first time since two thousand and twelve with a time of three oh four point twenty four. And that was also a new program record. Yep. And uh Ryan Held named the ACC most valuable swimmer. Second straight year, not really a surprise considering he won gold. With the U.S. in Beijing, uh, not Beijing, uh, in Rio. Yeah, in, a total of seven first place finishes. Oh as my he gosh. won the 50 free, 100 free, 100 butterfly, along with being a part of the 800 free, 200 free, and 400 free in the 400 medley team relays. So it's that's like Phelps. So he's like much. Kevin that's like Keats. Phelps in Beijing. He's a winner. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a winner like Kevin See Keats. See what I did there? I, I, I heard what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Foreign freestyle, we just mentioned it. Held, uh, held was part of the first place team that won that, and uh, that was Held, Rest, Molishek, and Stewart, and they had the second fastest time in the history, and they broke the American Conference pool and the meet and school record with a time of 245.69 seconds. Yeah, sixth year in a row that NC State's won the event. Uh, continued domination, the 100 freestyle, we finished 1-2-3. Held, Rest, and Molisek in that order, all going sub-42, separated by .48 of a second. Giovanni Izzo also finished fourth. So we had the top four people hitting the wall there. Yeah, exactly. That'd be kind of cool on those graphics. They always have the uh, the country that pops out on the lane. Yeah, but just, just this, it's the school. It's like, stay, 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 stay. Just like four of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the 1650 freestyle, Anton Ibsen made it three for three as far as the wins he picked up. And he set a new school, conference, and meet record with a time of 14 minutes, 31.21 seconds. That is a mile. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. So it is a mile, and yeah. he swam that in 14 minutes and 31 seconds. Yeah, that's uh, unreal. He's probably the greatest distance swimmer in NC State's history. And, I mean, we're all we're seeing ju- it in front of our eyes. We're just getting better, too. We have a lot of good recruits coming in. Eric and- Knowles uh, was tied for fifth in that same race. He went sub-15 with a 14.54. In the 200 butterfly, Andreas Vizayas tied for second with a time of 141.35. 
He was also joined in the A final by James Bretscher, who finished eighth with a time of 144.04. Coleman Stewart swept the backstroke uh, this time with a 200, posting a time sub 140 with a one minute 39.56 seconds. Hennessy Stewart was also on the podium. He finished third at one minute 40.82 seconds. Final scores NC State won with. 1,457 points. Louisville took second with 1,170.5 points. And Virginia rounded out the top three with 983.5 points. So in men's and women's, different orders, but the same schools taking the top three at the ACC championships. Yeah, this was the fourth straight ACC championship for NC State men's, men's swimming and diving. And this was their 28th overall Wow, so that's four years of Ryan Held, Anton Ibsen, and guys like that, and we just went to the ACC in Greensboro, and we're like, all right, we'll take we'll take the trophy. Yeah, we'll we'll take the trophy. Uh, up next is the NCAA championships in March to go along with March Madness. Uh, we will await final selections for the men's and women's championships, and we will absolutely keep you updated on that. Well, that was a lot for the men's and women's swimming and diving. No more pool for the rest of the day. Yeah, for the rest of the day. But congratulations to them <laughs> on a fantastic seasons to this point, and neither one of them are over with the NCAA tournaments coming up. Mm-hmm. Men's tennis, um, it started up a couple weeks ago. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Um, they're pretty good right now. They're 9-0 and to start the year. Yeah, undefeated, uh, ranked, I believe, number 19. Number 19 in the country. Uh, defeated Old, Old Dominion 4-3 to in a close match. Uh Won the doubles, um, Gal- Alexis Gallerno and Tadis Babalis. They're unbeaten as a pair mm-hmm. this year. Uh, 6-2 victory over Old Dominion's top pair. Um, Igor Savelchik lost in singles, but Alexis Gallerno won. Georgie Malyshev won. And from that point on, the last two matches were trivial, even though Old Dominion did take those. In the next game, we uh, beat VCU uh, 5-2. Gallerno and Babalis won again in doubles. The Sevilchek brothers uh, did lose in doubles, and all four of the doubles players won in singles, though. Yeah, Robert Turzak won, making his first or set. I believe it's I believe it's actually his second appearance mm-hmm. in the top six. And Georgi Malashev uh, lost his match, but we, five to two total. Yep. And next time uh, we weren't done with Furman. Sorry, Furman, but we beat you again in uh, tennis, yeah. seven to nothing. <laughs> so they scored two points in two sports on us. We, for the last week. <laughs> we destroyed them in football, too, it's remember? New rivalry, they should, John. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not a rival. Not our rivals. Oh, <laughs> we'll just go to Furman and go, this is not a rivalry. Yeah, this game. is not a rivalry. We just don't like you guys. <laughs> I like them. I like playing them fine. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. All right, so moving on, we're going to uh, women's tennis. A lot happened there. Uh, we lost to UNC, who's number one in the country. We did also lose to Duke, who's the top five team in the country. We did pick up some wins. We beat ECU, so yeah, we're third in the state. Yeah, in tennis. Yeah, uh, we did lose to Tennessee three to four. Uh, Claudia Victorin and Anna Rogers, they're our number one uh, doubles pair. They did pick up the win, but uh, Amanda Rebo and Adriana Riami uh, lost eight uh, seven six eight six in their doubles match, and uh, Bianca Moldovan and Helene Grimm also lost in their doubles match. Rodgers and Victorin are our top 10 pair in the country, and they, yeah. they're they they're trending up. So if you're buying stock, I would definitely go with the, uh, the NC State women's pair of Rodgers and Yeah, Victorin. just a little anecdote real quick. Benjamin's, like, buying stock in um, for one of his classes right it's now. It's a simulator. Simulator, simulator. 
But he's already lost $3,000, okay, and well, he see, keeps telling me how genius he is. John, uh, let me tell you something. You learn from failure. Yes. When you uh, get your results back on a test, you only remember the questions you got wrong, and that's the ones you remember. So lucky for me, this is a simulator, and I know to never, so, ever, never, ever, ever do invest. Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Do stock. <laughs> never do stock. No. Well, what you <laughs> should do, do is find out what I'm buying, and then... Uh, bet against it. I forgot the term for it, but you can actually buy stock to where if a company stock goes down, you make money off of it. And I don't yeah, know the term yeah. of it, mm-hmm. but do that. When the, uh, anyway, that was the anecdote about stock. If I knew the term, I would be a genius. Just kidding, I guess. But- <laughs> There's plenty of people listening that know the term, and you guys are geniuses because you're listening to Packers Life Sports Show. By the way, you should follow us on Twitter at Packers Life NCSU. And since my mind is all over the place, we're getting t-shirts next week. That's right. So... I'm one. I'm thinking that if you want to buy a T-shirt, I don't know about like uh, shipping them out. So you can stop by uh, Witherspoon Student Center on NC State's campus, off of Case Avenue and Dan Allen Drive, and you can uh, come up to the third floor and buy a T-shirt for ten dollars if you're a student, fifteen if you're not, but still or pretty cheap. If come you support see the me, show, if you see me and John, you just give us a high five, and then we'll get you a shirt for ten dollars, a student discount, because we got connections here. <laughs> Anyway, we most certainly do. We yes. VECU <laughs> in women's tennis. I love the tangents that we go on on this show sometimes. Yeah, I those do are, too. Those are fun. Yeah. Anyway, we beat ECU five to two, so we beat someone in the state of North Carolina that wasn't a top five school. And women's tennis not doing quite as well as men, but you know we're hanging in there. ACC competition is tough, though. Yeah, you it know? always is in every yeah. sport. Mm-hmm. Track and field. The season ended uh, last week with the US UCS Invitational. Ellie Hennis, uh, she made NC State track and field history uh, on the Friday. She posted a program best indoor 5K at 15 minutes, 43 seconds, point eighty four, And that was, like I said, a program record. Ryan Fraser also finished um, on the podium. She placed second. Uh, Lauren Evans added a top finish for NC State in the shot put. Her 52-foot, 11-inches throw was just short of a PR that earned the redshirt junior her first shot put win of the season. In the second day of that invitational, Joshua Davis, he won the event. It's a weight throw. Joshua Davis is going to win it because that's what Joshua Davis does for NC State. He won it with a throw of 75 feet, two and a half inches. Uh, Tyler Fortenberry took second because he's playing on the same team as Joshua Davis. Yep. Joshua Davis wins. That's what he does. And uh, Kevin Keats Jr. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. Is, everyone that wins is going to be Kevin Keats Jr. Yeah. Lauren yeah. Evans uh, earned her second podium finish in as many days with her uh, throw, and that was uh, 62 feet, 5.25 inches. That was good enough for second place. Uh, Ellie Haynes, for a program record, was named the ACC Performer of the Week. So congratulations to her. Hennis. I'm yeah. sorry. It's not Haynes. It's Hennis. Yeah. And uh, that... Brings us to the ACC championships. Uh, NC State didn't win it, but we did do well. Yeah, Joshua Davis set an ACC record. Obviously, he won the gold in the weight throw. He bested his school record and PR by almost two feet, 78 feet, 2.25 inches, or 23.83 meters if you're not in America. Goodness gracious. <laughs> this man broke his own record by two feet. Yeah. Don't they throw a 10-pound ball, like a, a weight throw? Isn't it a 10-pound like a weight? I think it's 12, 12, actually. Yeah. 
It just reminds me of like the uh, the weights that you put on downriggers when you're fishing. You know, um, you lower them down so you can get the stripers. Anyway, I did that some yeah. growing up. Tops in the nation, though. Uh, he was go- uh, second going into the ACC championships, but with that personal record, he regained his st- his spot with the top throw of the year. Ellie Hennes won gold in the women's 3,000 meters, and Dylan Peebles and Cravant Charleston both placed third in their respective events, uh, the 200 and the 200 meters and the 60-meter dash. Yep. As a team, NC State took fifth place with 52 points for the men's side, and the women placed eighth with 36 points. So the NCAA, I guess, nationals meet is in College Station, Texas. That's March 9th and 10th. Uh, we did have three athletes that qualified. Joshua Davis qualified as the number one overall seed because the man's a winner and he's a beast. Gabrielle Cunningham qualified as well as Ellie Hannes qualified. Davis, of course, the weight throw. Uh, Cunningham qualified for the uh, 60 meters hurdles. And Hennes did not qualify for the 3,000. She qualified for the 5,000 meters. And actually, to qualify, you need to be have a top 16 finish. So in running, that would be time. Throws, that would be distance. So you need to have a top 16 finish in the country, and then you actually qualify for the national meet. Joshua Davis, he's the top seed going into his event. Ellie Hennes, third, and Cunningham, ninth in all of their respective events. This is the third straight year that Joshua Davis has uh, made an appearance here in the nationals. So, yeah, he is, uh, we're not, unfortunately, he's graduating, but I'm sure that NC State has recruited well because, this man is really, really good, and he could win a national championship. I think he will. I mean, He's the yeah. number one overall seed. Yeah, exactly. Let's I hope mean, he yeah. does. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of championships, uh, in wrestling, <laughs> um, we ha- won the ACC dual championship. So I'm guessing that's the regular season championship because the regular season concluded. Uh, last week, we had a couple of top ten bouts, but we beat Virginia Tech, number eight in the country, to finish 5-0 and in the ACC and win that dual championship. Um, NC State's Michael Boykin had the um, he had the deciding win over um, Virginia Tech, and that the deciding bout to give us the win. Um, again, undefeated in, in uh, ACC play, and that uh, snapped a 19 match winning streak for Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech had not lost, I think, since 2014, and um, we actually beat them. So that was actually really cool, and we. We did win on 19 to 15. Yeah, bouts were split five to five, but we got the points advantage and decision advantage. So that's a really good win against a now, top 10 school. That was a Friday on Sunday in a packed house in Reynolds, number two Ohio pun, State. Pun intended, packed house. Oh, actually, I didn't intend that, yeah. but like that's cool. You're a genius. Thank you. I know about stocks and about puns. I I I'm a genius <laughs> with puns. Anyway, number two Ohio State came to town. Wasn't the best because we didn't get the win. They actually beat us in every match but two. But one of the ones we won was against number one. Yes. Michael Machiavello uh, took down number one in the country, Colin Moore of Ohio State, at 197 pounds. Two third-period takedowns. He scored a 7-5 to win, one of the biggest, probably the, the biggest win of his career. Yeah, and uh, actually in some rankings that I looked at earlier today, he is now number one in that weight class. There's like eight different um, organizations or uh, websites that rank the wrestlers, and a couple of them have Machiavello at number one at 197 pounds, but he's as low as like five or six in other ones. But he's really good. I encourage you, if you haven't, to go on the wrestling Twitter 
and uh, watched the video of him getting the takedown with like three seconds left uh, to break a 5-5 tie, Reynolds went bonkers. It was really, really That's cool awesome. to watch. Yeah. But they did uh, get eight um, eight bouts. But the only other win. Yes. Hayden Hydley remained undefeated 20-0. and 0. This man. Yeah. Oh, my He's goodness. in my Spanish class. He had a presentation the other day. And he said he wants to be a WWE wrestler one oh, day, so which I think is ridiculous. WWE, sick. though? Sick. Oh, yeah. I guess because we don't really have, like, an NBA of wrestling. Exactly. Maybe yeah. he could be on the Olympics if they – wait, I forgot. Did they still have Olympic wrestling or did yeah. they get rid of it? I think they still do. They just reinstated it. I remember there okay. was something about it at the Olympics. Yeah. They either just got rid of it or they just reinstated it. I think they still have it. Anyway, sure. he's probably yeah. – he's a redshirt freshman, and he's undefeated. He yeah. is going to be probably an Olympian. Actually, I was looking um, some of his information. He was like the number two recruit in the country coming out of Pennsylvania when he was coming here to NC State. So this dude is going to be good for another three years for NC State. But those were the two wins that we picked up against the top two Ohio State. So both of our losses this year have been to OSU. We lost to top three Oklahoma State over in Italy. And we lost to Ohio State at home. To So that was finished the regular season 15-2, and 5-0 and in the ACC, won the dual championships. Four thousand people were at that game, at that match yeah. versus Ohio State. So that was awesome. Yeah. Moving on to gymnastics, our team had a season high score against number six Michigan Brown and our hated rivals North Carolina. I have one question: Did we score more than UNC? Yes, we did. Yes! All right. <laughs> yes, we did. We beat UNC and Brown. We did lose to – sorry to keep you waiting on that. We did beat – I, 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 I held it for suspense. I held it for suspense. We beat UNC. We beat Brown. We did lose to Michigan, a top-ranked team. We had a lot of top five finishes, though. On vault, uh, Drew Grantham and Chelsea Knight tied for fifth. On bars, Maggie Tamboro tied for third with Lauren Kent for NC State. And on being Chelsea Knight – Finished first. Outright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the, on the floor, Alexis Buechler? Uh, yes. Buechler. Finished fifth. And all around, Chelsea Knight finished first. So that's... Uh, uh, Chelsea Knight had an awesome beat. Yeah. She, yeah. I, in my opinion, she's the best uh, gymnast that we have. She was also named the uh, ACC Gymnast of the Week for the second time this year. Uh, NC State had the top score in bars in... Um, Vault and Beam, Michigan had the top score, and M. Floor, uh, the school down the road, had the top score. But we finished higher than them in the final score. Yes. So that's what's important. Yep, so 2-1 and one at that meet with the only loss to a top-10 ranked team. Which is, I think, the third loss to a top-10 ranked team yeah. that we've had this year. And the other loss is to a top-20 team because that was all in Texas. That's mm-hmm. one meet we went to. And the rankings are all statistical in college because it's all, it's all just numbers. You know, there's no real, like... So, on that surface, you'd think it's more objective, but really all the numbers are decided by subjective judges. Exactly, yes. So, they they pretend it's very objective, but in reality, the judges are subjective. But, I mean, they're human. What else can you do? Yeah, Except that one judge that did not give Michaela Maroney a perfect fault a few years back. That's all I remember. Wasn't that what cost her the, the gold medal? I think so. All I remember is it was perfect. And All I, I remember is I was mad that she didn't get the gold. But then we got some great memes, so Ameri- I'm okay with it. Okay, but America was mad as well as um, Des Bryant. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. That's, <laughs> that's kind of cool. That made me think of that uh, that satisfaction years later. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we hosted William & Mary in the annual Sweetheart Meet. I don't know why it's called that, but that's what it's called. We do play William & Mary every year because we, um, we did last year as well. 
Anyway, the ha we had a season high 49.275 on the floor, and we won the match 195.725 to 193.325. Drew Grantham finished first on the vault and the beam, and Alexa Phillips finished first on the floor. Caitlin Fillard won the bars, and Drew Grantham had the highest all-around score, as since it was just one team to beat, we did win vault, bars, beam, and floor, so that picked up the W for NC State Gymnastics. Yeah, we return to Reynolds Coliseum March 2nd at 7 p.m. We are hosting New Hampshire, a conference foe, as we don't have ACC yeah. in uh, gymnastics. Those are right. really fun to go to. You guys should go. Yes. Anyway, moving on, softball, the season started up. There is a lot to talk about here, and we are getting close to taking that break, but we beat Ohio State uh, five to four. That was a top twenty-five uh, win in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah, Timberland Sherbet. She hit a grand slam in the sixth inning. That is what won it for the Wolf Pack. But we dropped against Ohio State with the same score, but a different result, five-four in favor of the ranked opponent. Northwestern also defeated us three to one later in the day. But we came back the next day to defeat Northwestern four to two. And that ended the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Overall, a record 5-4 and four on the year. So next up, we had the Homeward Suits Suites by Hilton, RDU slash RTP Invite. That's the name of the whole thing. That's the only time I'm going to say it. And it's a, it was just a little tournament that happened. We beat um, Elon 7-0 to zero earlier in that week. And on Friday, we hosted Delaware and Wagner in the doubleheader. We won 8-0 to, eight to zero and then 3-0. to zero. Shutouts. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. I thought I thought you out. said shut up for a second, and I'm like, this is radio. Why would I you, shut you up? You gave me the you gave me the face. I was like, what? <laughs> I I just misheard you. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday we did lose to Ohio five to two, but then we beat Wagner again, um, eight to nothing. So shutouts, and that brought our record to nine and five on the year. In the final game of that, um, I guess tournament, we beat Ohio. It's like a, a trial meet. Okay, yeah, extra innings. Four to three. I was actually on my way to uh, lifeguard in service, and the field is right next to the pool. Yeah, and like I just I was able to hear the final score over the speakers as I was walking to in service. So I was like, "Hey guys, you know we, nice. we won the softball game." Yeah, across the street. Finished the weekend four and one. Moved our record to ten and five. That's a six six seven winning percentage. Pretty solid. Uh, just like this song that you're about to hear yeah, over the this break. This is from. A local artist, an NC State student, All right. Sonny Miles, and I just found his music, and he is awesome. And I'm going to play you my favorite song of his. This is Red by Sonny Miles. Enjoy. Is always turning red with Packers Life Sports Show as we cover hey. NC State all the time. Next up, we're going to talk some women's basketball. I really, I just want to say before we once move again, on that from was song. amazing. Sonny Miles, that's the first time I've heard him uh, sing, perform, heard his music. Yeah, and I found out you don't take my word for it if I tell you it's a good song. I don't. I have to listen to it firsthand. That's I'm just I'm just hurt by that. Yeah, that's all I, I, can I say. am uh, learning by experience. Everything I do in college. Oh. You know what I mean? No, you, you get what I mean. Like, oh. I have to do something to learn it, is oh, what okay, I was trying okay. to say. I thought you were just insulting my taste in music, but Sonny Miles. No, no. <laughs> can't hate on that. Not at all. That not guy's at all. awesome. Anyway, yeah. uh, women's basketball, we are 22 and 7, 11 and 5 overall. That was 
the that's the final for the regular season. Yeah, the ACC tournament coming up as well as the NCAA tournament, no doubt. Yeah, last week on Sunday was the play for K game, which of course is senior night for the Lady Wolfpack, and we won seventy four to sixty one. That annual event is always a packed house there. Yeah, it is is an awesome. Game. It's awesome. Yeah, we moved up to number twenty one of the polls. Defeated Wake Forest 74-61, Aislinn Koenig had 20, Akella Mays 18, Chelsea Nelson had 12 and 9, and in excess of 100 breast cancer survivors were honored at halftime in remembrance and celebration of the late great Kay Yao. No other school has that. No other school has that, really. That it's is, awesome. We yeah. have Kay Yao, yeah. and that's that's just awesome. Yeah, we continued our winning ways, though. Defeating Pittsburgh 77-66. Chelsea Nelson scored 30 points on 10 of, 10 of 13 shooting. 30 points. That's to the free throw line a lot, but still. 13, 30 points on 13 shots. Kobe uh, never did that. Kobe is proud. <laughs> you're right, though. Kobe never did that. It'd be like 30 points on 24 shots. I mean, you're right. Or 34 shots. Yeah, that's Westbrook. That's not Kobe. Well, both that's of Westbrook. Them. But. NC State led for 29-21 of the game's 40 minutes. We earned a 37-21 rebounding advantage. Mm-mm-mm. That's been our strength for the entire season. Again, top five in rebound margin in the country. Yes, it's ridiculous. I mean, we out-rebounded them by more than we outscored them. And uh, moving on, we did lose to uh, no, no, uh, Notre Dame, and so we have the number five seed in the coming up ACC tournament. Yes, which is the best of the single buys. Yeah, but we did not get the double buy. So yeah. it, literally, that was on the line in the game versus Notre Dame. Who yeah. winner got the double buy? Which is well, huge. no, Notre Dame was the one seed. Oh, regardless, it was whether or not we would pass um, either Florida State or. Um, I believe, no, Louisville's the two oh, seed. I forget Notre Dame was number four in the country. Yes, Notre Dame number four in the country. That's right. But, yeah, Notre Dame number four in the country, 86-67 uh, to 67 loss. That was at Notre Dame in South Bend. Kayla Ely, high scorer for the pack. She had an efficient game, 18 points on 11 shots, but it really wasn't that close. Chelsea Nelson did add 15 points and seven rebounds. So, NC State will open the ACC tournament tomorrow at 11 a.m. They're going to play the winner between Boston College and UNC. What? UNC didn't get a bye? Well, their their women's program, their women's basketball team is not that good this year. Just being honest about it. Well, I mean, but, I just want to say that UNC is not that good. That's what I'm going to say right now. Yeah. Just saying. Well, anyways, UNC and Boston College. Yeah, we play the winner. That's the 12 and 13 matchup. So, I mean. Come on, we're going to win. Yeah, we're going to beat UNC. We're going to win. I like yeah. saying that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what's important with the women's basketball is the national ranking. And so if we had beaten Notre Dame, um, it would have been huge because the top 16 teams in the country get to host an NCAA tournament yes. game. Yeah. And so maybe we'll get some love for a competitive loss maybe, but if we get a top 16 team, and obviously it factors in what we do at the ACC tournament here, mm-hmm. but again, top 16 seed hosts a game, and that will be huge because home court advantage is really, really good in Reynolds Coliseum. Yeah, well, if NC State wins two games in the tournament, they'll get to play Notre Dame again and then in win, the, the, court, or the semifinals. So, yeah, we can get our redemption, We per will se. be keeping you updated right here on Packers Life Sports Show on 88.1 WKNC. Men's basketball. We also have a lot to cover. Yeah, a lot, because two weeks ago we had a Wednesday night game 
at Syracuse, another bubble team. Now they're not looking like a bubble team. They're looking no. like they're not going to be in it. Yeah. But we were. I had my doubts. I said that going into the Carrier Dome, NC State's not as good on the road. And they've proved me wrong because this year they've actually been pretty good on the road. It's the ice cream. It's the motivation. The ice cream? Yeah. You don't know that? When they went on the road, Kevin Keats buys them ice cream. I Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. I, that wasn't at the forefront of my memory, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. We right. beat Syracuse 74-70 to after a three-pointer from Markel Johnson with 40 seconds left. Broke a 70-70 tie. Markel is clutch. All this I whole say. team is clutch. Markel is awesome. I am so excited he's back. Who would you want taking the last shot on this team? Uh, right now, Sam Hunt, because... That guy is awesome. But if you're talking about going one-on-one isolation, I would probably Freeman. take Freeman. Yeah. Right now, as far as the clutch gene, i take Markel. But I just think Freeman okay. might have a better shot. Even though on this team we have uh, three people shooting uh, over 40% from three. We're over 38 because Braxton's 38. Markel is 45%, and that's on like 30 makes. So it's not like he's barely shooting. Uh, your seven's fifty. He's eighteen or thirty-six for the year. I was looking at this um earlier today. Yeah. So we got four people that shoot over forty percent from three, and then Sam Hunt right now at forty-one percent. But he might as well be ninety. Sam Hunt's been on fire though. I think he went he went four for six against Syracuse, three for three against Wake Forest, two for three against Boston College, and four for four against Florida State. Wake Forest was another game very high scoring. We won. 90 to 84 in a close one at Wake Forest, and that is a tough place to play. No matter how bad Wake Forest is, and they they weren't the worst this year, but they weren't really good. But no matter how bad they are, uh, going to Winston Salem is always really tough, and that's something NC State sometimes would lose. Uh, Mark Godfrey team has lost more than once in Wake Forest. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, no doubt. But Alaric Freeman led the way with 24. Yurt Seven had 21. Torrendoran 14. And Markel had another double-double, 10 points, 10 assists. Al Freeman, uh, as you're going to see as we keep talking in a little bit, has had three straight games with 20 points or more. He's balling right now. Yeah, Absolutely balling. And it's different from what he was doing earlier in the year because when Al Freeman was scoring earlier, it was Al Freeman's offense, and it wasn't that good he's of an offense. He's taking smart shots. He's trusting his teammates more. He's creating when it's appropriate, yeah. which I think is awesome. I he's mean, He's also doing the catch-and-shoot, and he's a really yeah. good catch-and-shooter. His play style reminds me of Paul George right now. Because, I mean, I can see it. Paul George, he's not the most athletic. You know, he's not the best defender, but he does get steals. He does get some deflections. Freeman has gotten better on defense as the, de- oh, as yeah. the season's he's gone a, he's on. He's a good defender. I'm saying he's not, like, complete lockdown defender yeah. like Kawhi Leonard. But, mm-hmm. like, I like the, I don't know, I like the Paul George comparison because of the mid-range, the mm-hmm. way they play. And it, if they get, like, he's more of a guard version. But mm-hmm. that's just how I see it. They and also I have think, a similar shooting form, just visually looking at it. They yeah, are pretty similar. Yeah, that's probably what put it in my head in the first place, well, honestly. Uh, speaking of the defense, um, we've seen increased uh, scoring role from Freeman. A decrease we've seen is LeVar Bats. And I think I know uh, me and you were discussing this the other yeah. day. But Bats has not been getting playing time, and he's really good on defense. But I think he just got a little bit shot happy. And... We talked about this before. His shot's not the best looking, but it was going in. Yeah. Now it's not going in. He's 20% from three on the year, and I think that maybe he's not getting as much playing time because uh, Keats, um, I guess, doesn't want him shooting as much. But I, I really like it when he's on the floor. I think I think we're going to see LeVar Bats play a little more in the ACC tournament. Oh, yeah, Potentially sure. the NCAA tournament, and I think he's going to have 
a big impact what he gets in the game, but I, I like what Keats is doing right now. He he sees like a lineup that's playing well together, yeah. and he's maximizing it right now. you got to get to the postseason. you got to get there. Yeah, the four guard with mm-hmm. Torin Doran at the four has been amazing. Has been Or even at the three, because, yeah. I mean, he starts at the two normally. No, he's the, been starting at the starting four at for the three. us. He's not starting at Yeah, because we have Braxton, Freeman, and Markel Johnson, and then we have Torin Doran. Oh, you're right, yeah. And then uh, Omer Yersfin, because Doran is strong enough to defend power forwards. And Wake Forest played two seven-footers against us yeah. a lot. And Torin Doran is able to hang in there. And then offense gives us a huge advantage because he's 30% from three. He also gets a lot of offensive rebounds, which I think is like is vastly understated with how much he yes. does on our rebounding. Like, this guy is just, he's that stereotypical glue guy, X-factor, you name it. That's what yeah. Torin Doran is for this team. And he's becoming more of a scorer of late. He's had a couple of games with 20-plus points. He had a really good game. He had 19 points on the last game versus Florida State. Yeah. As well as Freeman, again, having 25 points. Yurtsevin's having to deal with foul trouble on a more consistent basis than I would like as far as not his fault. Yeah. It just seems like sometimes. Sometimes his arm gets in the way and the ref assumes it's going to be a foul. And it's not really like they're out to get him, but they just they need to change the way they view the way he plays. I know, because last year he did, he wasn't really aggressive on defense, and we were like, you're seven, be more aggressive, be a shot yeah. blocker, you're seven feet. Now people make layups on him because he can't do anything because they call a foul on him anytime he tries anything. Exactly. So if he does yeah. anything other than let them by, they call a foul. Yeah. I think that hurts our defense on the interior, but... Florida State, our defense was really, really, really good. We were able to force turnovers. We actually lead the ACC in forced turnovers Yeah, at 15 a game. Yeah, Florida State was our fourth straight win, our third being Boston College, 82-66. to uh, Got off to a slow start. Didn't score for the first seven minutes of the game, but we still scored 44 points in the first half Yeah, in once, 12 minutes. Once the three started falling, yeah. especially in the second half for Sam Hunt and Al Freeman. Braxton had five threes that game. Oh, Tying you're talking about high. the uh, Boston, Boston College, College game? game. Oh, yeah. I was still thinking of the Florida State oh, game. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I did not get to watch the Boston College game, but both games, obviously, we won. I remember this the last show, we were talking about six games left. What's the pack got to do to be a tournament team? Right now we're 4-0 oh yeah. with two remaining. And I'm hyped. We're, I'm hyped. <laughs> we're better than both the teams we're playing. Georgia Tech has lost seven straight. I think that game's tomorrow night at 8 p.m. That's mm-hmm. over in Atlanta. And then we're having senior day on Saturday of spring break. I'm still going to try to go to that game, hosting Louisville. Another, probably a tournament team, so the win doesn't hurt us. But at this point, we're at 20 wins, 10 wins in an absolutely stacked ACC. We're a tournament team right now, even if we lose out. ACC tournament, what's the seeding looking like? So we could be as low as an eight seed if yeah. we lose out and other pe- certain other teams win. Uh, Clemson is probably our main competitor as far as where they're standing and going going to be in the standings. But we could be if we went out, we will be the three seed. We yeah. can't be the two and we can't be the four. If we went out, we're going to be the three seed because the winner of Duke and Carolina will be over us and the loser will be below us because we have the we have a game on Duke. So if we're tied. We'll be ahead of Duke. And, Duke and we're be the tied four. in record with UNC. Yeah, and yeah. UNC has tiebreakers over us. So yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we can be anywhere from if we like go one and one, most likely scenario, we could still, I think, be the third or fourth. I think we can creep in at the fourth with a one and one, depending. We would need like Clemson to lose their game to, I think, uh, Virginia yeah. Tech or something like that. Point or, is, though, we control our own destiny, yes. which is. 2-0, like, yeah. we get the double bye. And I cannot emphasize enough how huge this double bye is because in the history of this amazing event that is the ACC tournament, 
No one has won it four games, four days. And now since we expand it, we get five games in five days for some teams if they make it to the ACC tournament. But yep. always the top four teams have always won it. So if we can get a number three seed, this team has a chance. We can beat anyone. And we have a chance to actually win the ACC championship in Kevin Keats' first year. And if you had told that to someone at the beginning of the year, you would have been insane. Yeah. If we win the ACC tournament, I think Kevin Keats is a lock for ACC Coach of the Year. Uh, not, even, seven... not even ACC, NCAA Coach of the Year. Oh, well, for, yeah. Actually, I'm going to make uh, $10 off of it because I bet a friend before the season started. I was like, he said we weren't going to be a top 100 team. And I was like, we're going to be a tournament team. And I bet him $10. I don't know if he's actually going to hold true on that. But yeah. anyway, looking forward to that game against Georgia Tech tomorrow night in the game on Saturday. That's enough basketball for now. The Panthers, like you said, they hired Marty Herney as the general manager. Mm. I know you're not a huge fan of that. Uh, as of late, like his latest moves, which, I mean, he released Kurt Coleman, Charles Johnson, and Jonathan Stewart. Wait, he released Stewart? Yeah, that was this morning. What? Yeah. Wow, I'm doing a great job keeping people up it's to date good. on the sports. It's kind of sad, but I like, I like what he's doing because he's different from Gettleman in that He's not just going to, yeah. like, pay Matt Khalil $72 million to I do was, nothing. I was done with Gettleman. Matt but Khalil was decent. He was better than what we had. He's not be- He's not. He's not worth – now we have to let Norwell go because of what we paid for Matt Khalil. Unless he could potentially restructure his contract, which why would you do that? Uh, why would you do maybe that? he wants to stay in Carolina and stay with Norwell and his brother maybe. Ryan. See, There's, Ryan is locked up, and he's an all-pro. Yeah. Ryan Khalil's worth He's also getting penny. older. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance we could trade Matt Khalil – to Miami in a deal with um in a deal with uh involving Jarvis Landry. Oh man, I would love Jarvis Landry, but the Panthers never ever pay premium for free agents. We always try yeah. to get the old guys for less money. That's Gettleman though. That's yeah. Gettleman. But even Herney though, he he always pays a lot to keep our guys used to I be. think I think we're um I think we're seeing a change in Marty Herney. He was quoted as saying you cannot pay too much at one position to weaken another. Talking about Andrew Norwell. Yeah. He's saying you can't pay too much at running back or at um, defensive end like Charles Johnson. And it's going to be interesting to see to what be happens loyal to players. Yeah. when McCaffrey's rookie deal expires in a couple years. Yeah. We'll but I doubt we don't take a running back in the first three rounds. I wouldn't be. Like, we do have Cameron Arnors Payne, but he's. he's Sonny Michelle from Georgia. Nick Chubb from Georgia. Well, those names always are like, oh, those are so awesome. But who saw Alvin Kamara coming out of Tennessee? Like, yeah, everyone but falls they're, in love they're not with gonna the top be the top, running backs. They're not going to be the top picks, though. Like, I mean, okay, okay, I see yeah. that. I, yeah. I wouldn't be like the worst idea to spend uh, spend a time on a uh, spend a pick on a running back, but I yeah. definitely want a left tackle so we don't have to be so so beholden, like so stuck with Khalil or uh, actually Daryl Williams had a great year at right tackle. Yeah, and no one talked about it, but that dude was insanely good. If you uh, did some rating on it at right tackle, he was really, really good. But he dealt with some injuries. Yeah. Anyway, all, yeah. that's the Panthers. Hornets have won five straight. So that's the other team in Charlotte. It's not gonna last. I'm sorry. I wish it would. We're just ruining our draft pick. Is what we're doing right now. We're only uh, like four games out of the playoffs right yeah. now. Eight seed in the to Boston. East. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. Anything right. can happen in the East. Can't wait John. to get swept by the Raptors in the first round. No, nah, we. I think we could beat the Raptors. We have Dwight Howard, man. Mm. But we have who's going to guard DeRozan? Ah, Michael K. Gilchrist. I think. I don't know. The team's won five straight, and I've watched um, some highlights. I like it. 
Hopefully they do make the playoffs. I always pull for the Hornets. But uh, we'll see. The Panthers, I'm ready for football season. The Combine's starting up. That started up today, right? I believe it is today, yeah. We have seven NC State athletes at the Combine, so nine that could get drafted, which the record for this program is six. So Dave Doran, all his good players, except for Ryan Finley, thank goodness, yeah, left. And I mean, I'm not blaming those guys for leaving at all, especially Naheem Hines. Like, I was, I was hoping for his sake he left, for our sake he would have stayed, but he's also at the Combine. So we'll see what those guys do with some of the numbers. That is all we have for you right here on Pack His Life Sports Show. I'm super excited to get back on the air after a short break. Skiing on Saturday. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's hype, dude. Where? It's the last, uh, over in Virginia, it's the last okay. um, day that the slopes are open, so yeah. it's like way cheaper. Nice. Um, nice. I'm going to snowboard, though, because I, I longboard around campus. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, snowboard's not going to You want to go fast, or do you want to do more tricks? Oh, no, I've, I've been skiing twice, and I oh, picked yeah. it up pretty fast. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple of blue diamond slopes. That's it. But I'm Snow- looking forward to it. Snowboarding is fun. It's different than longboarding because you can turn a lot sharper. Oh yeah, obviously. But my longboard's essentially a snowboard. It's 41 inches. It is yeah. pretty close to a snowboard, and yeah. it's like a limousine. We'll anyway, have fun with that. Just like we have fun with this show today. Yeah, I'm again really glad you know, that we do this show together, and that oh, yeah. every week that you know we grow as friends. It's cool. I like it. It's cool. Anyways, it's follow cool. us on Twitter at Pack is Life NCSU. Buy our T-shirts. Uh, maybe No, I can't say buy our T-shirts. We do have T-shirts that are available, and you can help support the show. Um, and They're going to be $10 for students and uh, whatnot. And we can say that, actually, because they're WKNC. So the money goes to WKNC, so that's, that's okay to say. Anyway, yep. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for taking your time to tune in and listen to us every week, and we will see you next week. I'm Benjamin Denton. I'm John Hinton. Bye, y'all.